Hi, Hello. everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. I left my microphone at my parents' house, and so I'm on my headphone microphone, so that's why I sound a little weird today. We're nice and responsible. Who is? We. Yeah. <laughs> Me, especially. I'm the most responsible. Especially you. Yep. Out of the two of us, I'm definitely the more responsible one. <laughs> that's a joke, everybody. Oh, I'm Caroline, by the way. Hey, I am Beth. Yep, and today we watch season two, episode 11, that is very creatively titled Ted. <laughs> That's the title of this week's episode. They and stole it, it from Seth MacFarlane. Crazy. Yeah, they stole it in from the future. Mm-hmm. It was a crazy episode, you guys. Y'all, I, I gotta say, my last note is I love this episode. Really? I really I didn't like it. It made me feel weird. Well, yeah, that was part of why I liked it, is because, like, well, okay, guys, the premise of this episode. So, Buffy's mom, Joyce, as we've all come to know her by, um, Buffy comes home one day, like, from school, I guess, or something, or from slang, and she comes in, and her mom is straight up macking it with John Ritter. Let's get it on. John Ritter? What yeah. else is he in? I know that name. He was in some big sitcom. No, no, he was in Three's Company. He was the guy in Three's Company. Oh, my mom was just talking about Three's Company the other day when I was at her house where I left my microphone. John Ritter is a very famous sitcom actor. Uh-huh. He was in. He's a he, robot in this one. He was in Eight Simple Rules. I don't know what that is. It was just a sitcom, I think, in the mid-2000s. Anyway, he died. What were the eight rules? I don't know. I think it was Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Daughter. Oh. And the the show was about him and his daughter, who I want to say was someone similar to Kaylee Cuoco. Or it could have been Kaylee Cuoco. I don't think it was, though. I don't know who Kaylee Cuoco is. The blonde on Big Bang Theory. Oh. The neuroscientist? No, she's the, she's the, the... Oh, she's a neuroscientist in real life. Oh! Is she really? Or, like, she studied neuroscience in so, school. So, um, so did Holland Roden. Is that... Yeah, that's the redhead from Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. yeah. Lydia. She's super smart. Like, super smart. I like her a lot. On TV and in real life. Is she really? Yeah. Lots of cool people are. Not me, though. For It's me. <laughs> me, I am. <laughs> All right, so let's break it down. Let's you take it away. I'm tired. I'm tired today. Um, <clears throat> well, like I said, I really like this episode because this was the first episode, like, I, I want to say legitimately the first episode we watched that, like, actually kind of creeped me out. No, I didn't like the one with the puppet. Yeah, yeah. The pervy puppet. I, um... He was like, hey, you toots. <laughs> and I was like, don't like that. Not me. Not one bit. Um, yeah, so I just, there were... This episode, for me, was a lot of good little things adding up to a good big thing. Like, so I just enjoyed, just like, I really enjoyed a lot of parts of this episode. And like... Like what? Like, um... Everyone looked really good, for yeah, one. I noticed that, too. 
like, I noticed. I was like, everybody's particularly attractive this yeah. episode. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Maybe they got, like, a new makeup artist Like, yeah, like, Xander Maybe looked really just, good. Willow yeah. and Cordelia Willow and good. Buffy. Yeah, Cordelia always looks good. Yeah, well, true. My queen. Um... Yeah, so everyone looked really good. So I just, like, spent, like, half the time watching it. I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, and, looking good. Scooby <laughs> um, gang. It was, so, a um, little bit of continuity from the last one. Buffy's still taking, Buffy's, like, Angel's still recovering from the um, ritual. Oh, yeah. Dude, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's, it's literally, I think the scene is, like, less than two minutes long. Yeah, my note on that scene is, I forgot how much I hated Buffy and Angel. No way, I thought it was really cute. I thought it was Uh -uh. like, this is the first time I've actually thought the scene of theirs was like actually like boyfriend-girlfriend-y. It was boyfriend-girlfriend-y. Maybe that, maybe I'm just bitter. That's why I didn't (laughs) like it. But I didn't like when he, she was like, she was talking about something and then he was like, kiss me. (laughs) And she was like, finally, something I, I actually want to do. <laughs> that and I was, was cheesy. like, what's going on? Kiss me. Kiss me, I'm you angel. fool. Um, anyway. But yeah, I thought, so that was, I thought that was just cute. Like, finally a Buffy Angel scene that didn't make me want to gouge my eyes out. I mean, it didn't make me want to gouge my eyes out, but I was still like, that's weird. And Angel I had don't a- know. Any, not to, I'm not trying to hold it against them. I think any TV show where somebody's like, kiss me. I'm like, you kiss them if you want to be kissed. Okay? Take initiative. God. Do the work yourself. I know. Flex those neck like? muscles. Um, right? Uh, like, it's just like a little lean. <laughs> um, one of my notes is, Angel has a good point. Color me flummoxed. Yeah, right? Okay, so that scene, I'll break down that scene. So Buffy's, like, talking about Ted, her mom's boyfriend, and she's like, all my mom does is talk about Ted, and she's like, Ted cooked this, and Ted did that. And I told her, I was like, "Um, are we going to talk about anything but Ted ever? And then Angel was like, are we going to talk about anything but Ted ever? And he said that, and then she was like, you're right. And then he said something... What did well, he say? Well, she was like... Oh, yeah. She she said something like, um, why is he even here? Or something like that. And Angel yeah. was like, because he makes your mom happy? Yeah. And Buffy was like, I don't need him in my life. And he oh, was like, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. your mom does. That's what maybe it was. your mom needs him in her life. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Got that insight for once in I your like, life. I know. I feel like that'd be really hard to watch your parents date. Oh, yeah. As a teenager, especially, like, before you've realized that they're people. I didn't realize that my parents were people until I was, like, 17 or 18. Yeah, it was, like, it was around then for me, too. It was hard. Maybe even later, honestly. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, and Buffy, like, they got... Sorry, hold on. Ooh, burp. Um, Burp. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> they got divorced when Buffy was, like, not super young, but, like, young. Like, yeah. 10 or something. And and now Buffy, and now her mom's, like, out on the town. Um, yeah, good for Joyce, though. I, I know. Mean, he was a robot, but, like, good for her. Know, making out in the kitchen with a robot. I know, can you believe it? This is so scandalous. <laughs> yes, anyway, um... 
So, one of my favorite Buffy quotes ever is in this episode, which I had forgotten until it was said, which is Giles in the beginning, and he goes, I believe the subtext here is rapidly becoming text. Yep, that was a good one. <laughs> Cracked me up. Good writing. Um, uh, yeah, so this episode, Buffy's got a bad feeling about... You know, mom's new boyfriend. The whole episode, which and then, like, why wouldn't you? He was right. so creepy. He and was the, so like, hello. He looks like that episode of SpongeBob mm-hmm, when SpongeBob mm-hmm. becomes normal. When he gets rounded out and all of his holes are gone. Yeah, that's what that guy reminded me of. Yeah, and he kept being like, right is right and wrong is wrong. Yeah, and it's so like, hey, he, listen, he, man, nothing matters. We're all gonna die anyway, except we're for all you. Just we're dust in the wind, my friend. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, my neighbors are, it's, it's not their fault. Our walls are super thin, but like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, frick, we're talking about Ted. <laughs> yes, we're talking about And Ted. how he's a robot. Yeah, so, um, so she has a weird feeling about him the whole time, and then, um, and then they go mini-golfing. He's like, I'm gonna take you and all your friends mini-golfing. Yeah, which like first off, great idea, Ted. That's not I. That's not sarcasm. Like I'm genuinely like mini golfing uh, is That's fun. the way to win me over. Patrick yeah, and I you have were been mini golfing recently. Yeah, Patrick and I have been mini golfing twice since we've been here, and it is a blast. Man, I, I want to go. It's super putt, fun. Putt. My roommate calls it putt putt. I'd putt, be like, let's go golf. mini golfing. She'd be like, what? Oh, putt putt. Yes. <laughs> well, um. Yeah. Uh, but, um... So he takes a mini-golfing. He takes a mini-golfing, and then and Buffy... And Buffy cheats. Yeah, well, she swings it, and she she gets it into the rough, and then Joyce is like, oh, we won't count it, which is what you do in mini-golf. Yeah. You cheat. And, um... <laughs> Those are the rules. Yeah, like, no one... F- literally, at this mini-golf course that we go to, there are, like, dares. There are, like, little wheels that you spin before each hole, and um, one of the dares is play this hole correctly. Oh, you <laughs> like, mean like it's like, like one of them is like dare? one of them is like do it with one leg, do it blind, or like do it with your eyes closed, roll it with uh-huh. your hand. And one of them is just like play the hole the way it was meant to be played. Yeah, for real. <laughs> because it's such an obvious thing. You cheat in mini golf. I'd be like, uh, that counts. That's close enough. <laughs> that's that's like six inches away from the hole. That's good enough. No, literally, that's how you play it. And, mm. and, and so, like, Ted is, like, so Buffy, um, hits it too far, and then, in order to, like, not make it go a million years, she, like, drops, she picks her ball up and drops it into the hole, and she was like, oh, I got a hole in two, and Ted is like, I beg to differ. Yeah, he, like, sneaked over there and was, like, watching her golf, mm-hmm. and then when she dropped it in, he was like, I saw that. And then he was doing this freaky thing when he was, like, hitting the golf club against his leg. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to slap that smart-ass mouth yeah. of yours. That's like, and I'm like, what the, what is happening? Yeah, so, like, when that happened, I was like, it actually kind of, like, took me by surprise. Because, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, real genius. Dark. Real yeah, dark, yeah, real super fast. dark. And, um... He was like, I don't mean to overstep my bounds. And it's like, well, you definitely are, Ted. You're threatening abuse. And yeah, for this real. episode is so crazy. So, it um... It really is. So, um, Buffy tells her mom 
that he threatened her, and her mom doesn't believe her, obviously, because why would she? Well, my note on that is, like, since when does Joyce not listen to Buffy? I think it was part of the food. That's what, that's what I thought, too. So, So, you go. I got it. So, uh... (laughs) So Ted is like this amazing cook and everybody's like, you've got to try Ted's mini pizzas. You've got to try Ted's cookies. Ted's such an amazing cook. And Buffy hates him. And so she refuses to eat any. And she's like, I'm not eating anything that Ted cook. And everybody's like, you're missing out. His food is so good. And then at the near the end of the episode, Willow like breaks down the cookie under a microscope. And then she like knows immediately what chemical is in it. <laughs> I thought that was really funny that Willow is just like this master chemist. This but- <laughs> looks like what they use in ecstasy. Don't ask me how I know that. Yeah, right? Like, she she barely, like, there's been jokes before about how Willow, like, doesn't know certain sex things. Like, there'll be a sex joke, and Willow's like, I don't get it, <laughs> or things like that. But yet she knows the components of ecstasy. Oh, my gosh. You guys, so I take, I've, um, I just started my fall semester, and yesterday I took um, the first of my Whedon Women class. And we watched the first episode of Buffy in class, and I was just like, oh. Wow. I know. It was like like a wonderland. And um, so after the episode, the professor was like, so what did you all notice about the archetypes here? And, like, everyone was like, and she brought up a good point because Cordelia tried out for Buffy. Charisma Carpenter tried out to be Buffy. And she was like, why do you think they didn't cast her as Buffy? And it's because, I mean, like, obviously they haven't come out and say this, but it's, like, so obviously because she's taller, she's, like, got, like, very angular features, she's brunette. Yeah. Like, she doesn't look like... She looks more, quote-unquote, masculine. Yeah, and Buffy's, and, like, the way that Joss Whedon wrote, like, the Slayer, he really wanted the Slayer to be the antithesis of everything that, like, fighting girls are supposed to be. Yeah, Charisma Carpenter's got, like, that Tomb Raider look. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, about? exactly. The girl that plays Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, or, like, an Amanda Bynes type of thing. Yeah, so it was really, it was, that was really interesting. She was like, there were very obvious casting choices made here. Like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, anyway, but, um, so somebody was like, Willow's just, like, a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. He was like, Willow's just, like, the nerd that knows everything. Yeah, and she's the go-to when they're like, how do we make sure they know this information? And then they're just like, oh, we'll just have Willow say it. Safe writing choice. Yeah, right. So they Willow takes all these cookies that Ted baked into the lab, and she breaks them down, and she's like, there's stuff in here. It's the same type of chemicals they put in ecstasy. It makes you, like, really, really happy and, like, not worry about anything mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's a and tranquilizer. So, yeah, that's what it is. And so, like, that's what we're attributing Joyce's neglect to when Buffy's like, he threatened to hit me, and Joyce is like, no, he didn't. Right. So, I was actually, who knows? I was actually kind of happy and surprisingly pleased with how the police in this episode handled. Because, like... Yeah. He wasn't, like... I mean, he wasn't being super kind, but he, he wasn't like, he didn't hit you. Yeah. Like, or anything because she's like I bruise easily, or I don't, or bruise, I don't easily. bruise easily. Yeah, and yeah. he was, and he was hmm. like, oh, you know, okay, we'll investigate it. Oh, oh, and, and sorry, guys. Um, the police. So, um, 
She oh, yeah, Ted died. Yeah, so so Buffy <laughs> is at the dinner table with Joyce and Ted, and she refuses to eat the food. And she's not very nice to either of them because she had just broken into Ted's office and she found out that he had told everyone in his office that he was he was planning a wedding for her him and Joyce. Right. When he hadn't proposed to Joyce yet. And they'd yes. been dating for like what, like at most a month. Yeah, for real. And um so she over the dinner table she's very like she's understandably hostile and she asks them, Are they engaged? And Joyce is like, No, are you kidding me? And he's like, Oh, maybe someday and then Joyce tells her to go to her room, so she does, but then she breaks out or she sneaks out and she just goes to do some slaying. She's not even like doing she's just going out to slay. Yeah, like she's not even doing anything bad. No, and then she climbs back in her room and Ted is there. And, and he, he went through her secret drawer with her crucifix and her diary, her slang diary, mm-hmm. and her holy water and stuff. And he's like, what is this? And then he yells at her, and he's like, you're delusional. And then she tries to get the diary. Oh, he says, he's like, you better start being nice to me or I'm going to show your mom this or something like that. And then she's like, no, give me back my diary. And she puts a hand on him. And then he's he hits her. And then she's like, I was hoping you would do that. And then she beats him up a bunch. And then he goes, like, she punches him, like, out the door, down the hallway, and then kicks him down the stairs. And he dies. Yeah. Or so we think. So we are led to believe. Yes. And um, so that's really intense. I'd completely forgotten that that happened. Yeah, dude. Buffy thinks that she killed a person for a while. It's really intense, and yeah. um, Joyce is like very, very like shaken and doesn't really know how to respond. And she goes to the police, so she gets questioned, brought in by the police, and the police. And when I was saying that the police were like, they weren't like super super nice, but they weren't like all victim blamey. Yeah, they were like firm. Yeah, but, you know, like cops, not. Right. Like in a mean way. Yeah, so that was, um, I was actually kind of interested in that. That was interesting. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and, uh, so then, Ted, um, the end of the episode, Ted comes back to life because he's a robot. That freaked me out. I thought at first that she was having hallucinations, like that Nightmares episode. Oh, right. Whenever he first appeared, and I was like, oh, she's hallucinating because she feels really guilty because she killed him. Right. But he was back. Mm-hmm. He's, He's a 100% robot. 100% back. And he, so she, um, they fight, and she kind of rips some wiring in his arm. And so he starts, like, malfunctioning. <sighs> yeah. And then he goes downstairs. Yeah, and he locks like, her in a room. You're coming with me. He locks her in a room, goes downstairs, and surprises Joyce. And he's like, I was only dead for six minutes. Yeah. And, and he's like, it's a miracle. And then he's like, you brought me back, Joyce. I knew I couldn't leave without you. <laughs> and I was God. like, get a life, loser. What a creep. And can't even die by yourself? Can't what even kind of independent die person are you? Yeah, like everybody else. Yeah, God. Why don't you just, like, take the lot you're given? Right. Don't drag anyone else down with you. Honestly. So, um, then... He grabs Joyce, and she's like, let me go! He's like, 
she's like, maybe you should take some, like, you should, you should rest. And he's like, I don't take orders from women. And he shoves her against the wall so hard that he knocks her out. And, um, then he and Buffy get into a, a big fight. And she beats him over the head twice with a cast iron skillet. And that's what does it. Yeah. She hits him with the skillet that he made many pizzas in. Which that sounded actually really good. He fried. Yeah, I kind of want some pizza. He fried. He said he fried his dough in garlic and olive oil. And I'm I don't like, know how to fry Yum. things. I tried to fry some donuts and stuff. It was harder because the oil kept getting hotter and hotter. So the the like later donuts I put in were kind of getting charred on the outside. They still oh. tasted really good, but like yeah, they looked good on your Instagram. They were so good. Um, I'm gonna make donuts. But if I wanted to fry up some pizza, so you make the dough. And then you put what? Olive oil and garlic into the pan? I guess and into the cast iron in. skillet. That doesn't make Welcome sense, Welcome to though. pizza speak, everybody. I guess, I guess it would... Cooking speak. I don't know. We're going to have to go and ask Ted. We would have to ask... Well, he's dead oh, now. Oh, another thing I wanted to talk about. Xander is like A-plus in this episode. Yeah, he he's was being a- really nice. At the beginning, he was being an asshole. He was like... You're having parental issues. You're having parental issues. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Who does that? Like, Xander and doesn't. Then, yeah. Right. <laughs> and so, but then later, like, after Buffy does it, he's like, so what was he? Bug person, vampire, what happened? And Buffy was like, he's just a person. And I killed him. And Xander's, like, really understanding about it, and he was, like, totally there. Yeah, he was like, I know you... And, like, it was nice because, like, it didn't take him any convincing. He was like, I know you wouldn't hurt anyone on purpose. He's like, I know you wouldn't hurt a human being. So there... So, like, it spurs him and Cordelia and um, Willow to do more research into this guy. Which, by the way, I love Cordelia. I love Cordelia in every episode, but she was just so cool in this episode. She was just, like, very there and willing to help. Yeah, I like. I, I like love that she's around. Obviously. So many good, so much good character development in all of the in like all of these characters. Right? They go through such good character development. And Xander was even like not even lame about Cordelia. Like she walked by and he was like, "Hey, cool outfit," and yeah. she was like, "What?" and walked and like stormed off. And then he followed her and he was like, "I just gave you a compliment. What's going on?" And she was like, "She was like, your friends are gonna know." And he was like, "No, they're not. I'm not gonna tell them." and whatever and they have like that conversation that he was like totally mature about and then he was like want to go make out in the utility closet and then they did (laughs) i i like them they're cute um maybe they're good for each other i think i think cordelia could do better well obviously whatever maybe i'll like xander maybe that's the maybe the real treasure was the Xander that we learned to like along the way. Maybe the real character development was us. Maybe. Oh, my God. This is freaking me out. Oh, man. We've been... I'm kind of, oh like, half asleep. So, so I'm I... like, maybe I'm the podcast. <laughs> or I'm the one the podcast is about. So I, um, I for kicks and gigs, because I wanted to kind of see where we would be, I put in every episode... Every week into a Google, except for the two-parters, which there are four more of. Okay. Um, I put in every episode into Google Calendar to see when we would finish. Yes. It's January 2019. 
What? If we, yep, if we do one an episode and an episode in between seasons, um, except for, you know, the two-parters, we are going to finish at the end of January 2019. Oh my god, I might not even be alive by then. You will! Don't say that. I might not. Don't put that out there. Don't put that out into the universe. Oh, sorry. I'm here. I knocked I'm on taking some it wood. back. I'm taking I took, it back. I knocked on the wood. That's next to me. I knocked on it. Um, it's fine now. My notes are really funny because it goes from... It goes, um... Joyce deserves better. To Two. death to Ted. To bro, it's mini golf. <laughs> it ain't that deep, fam. Um, right. To Buffy is wearing concealer or foundation on her lips because she was. Um, I didn't notice that. She, I don't know why they would do that. I don't know what the purpose of that is. Maybe something filming wise, but um, you could tell when she would speak and her lips would kind of like. I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, when her, when her lips would move when she spoke, you could see on the inside of her lips that they were a lot pinker than the outside. That's which, called lipstick, Beth. Well, it was the same exact color as her skin. <laughs> it was con- I don't know what you're talking about. It was concealer or foundation. Anyway, um, and then from that, it went to Xandra actually looks good here, and then everyone looks really good here. <laughs> yeah. It's an uphill. Yeah. Uphill climb. So, um... Wait, No. Uphill climb means it's hard. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I, I don't know. Anyway. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's a good episode. Yeah. Um, I like Jenny and Jenny, Jenny and, Giles. and Giles. That was so... I was so happy because I felt Me like... It, too. it was like a um, deserved uh, conclusion to that. Yeah, yeah. That's a better word. Yeah, reconciliation. Yeah, time she shot him. Gosh, that was funny. They got their own cute cute little side story. Yeah, it was cool. So, since Buffy was, like, too... She felt super guilty because she thought she killed that guy. And so she, like, couldn't slay. And so Giles, like, took over for a night. And so he was in the park, and then Jenny shows up. And she's like, hey, I saw your car. And I just wanted to apologize, blah, blah, blah. Because earlier in the episode... Oh, yeah, I forgot Giles went to her classroom... And tried to check up on her, and she was like, I'm fine. I don't need you worrying about me. That just makes me feel bad that I don't feel better. Which I get yeah. that. I thought I thought that was a really good scene while I was watching it. I was like, this is a very accurate representation of trauma. Because, you know, like, when everybody's wanting you to feel better and you don't, right. then, like, that makes you feel bad because you're like, everybody's trying so hard to well, help me. Also, there's, and like... And I'm just sitting here, like, being a dick, basically. There's, um, what was I watching, uh, recently? I guess it must have been Buffy in a later season, but, like, um, uh, everyone, when trauma, yeah, when trauma happens or when, like, something tragic happens in your life, there's a time period when everyone cares and then everyone stops caring, but you're still really affected. Yeah. So everyone, so, like, like, when, like, my friend died earlier this summer and um it was really hard because I couldn't stop thinking about him but like I couldn't talk I couldn't talk about him past the first like week past his death because I felt like because everyone around me like all my classmates and stuff were like so like 
I don't know. They 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 just weren't even thinking about it, and I couldn't keep being right. like, oh, Tarif and Tarif and like, blah blah blah. My friend and my friend and stuff like that. There's yeah. like a there's like a expiration date for other people's caring about your grief, and it's not like I mean like you can't care about every single thing, right? Because then you'll go crazy. Yes. But, like, it does really suck to be in that position. Like, so when Jenny, like, like all this stuff and, and Giles keeps coming into her, like, I presumably, the, it's implied that he has kept, like, he has kind of kept checking up on her. And, like, being like, are you, are you better yet? More or less. Like, yeah. Are you better? Can we talk? Can we date again? Like, I'm yeah, sure he right? didn't really, like, but, like, that's kind of the implication. And yeah. so when she was like, you make me feel bad that I don't feel better yet. It's such a, so accurate. It's really um, nuanced scene. Yeah, that was a really good scene. I really enjoyed that scene. And, and then was- later, she shows up to the park to apologize mm-hmm. uh, for it. And then a vampire shows up and tackles Giles, which was a hilarious sight, by the way. <laughs> and then Jenny's like, I got it, and she gets the crossbow, and then she's about to shoot the vampire, and then she shoots Giles in the ass instead. <laughs> and it was so funny. I think it was actually, like, his... Lower back spleen? or something. Or your kidneys. Mm. Your kidneys are by your hips. By my hips? Yeah, they're, like... On my sides? You're, like, right here. They're in the front or the back? The front, I believe. Beats me. Or maybe they're under the intestines. I don't know. I got an A in anatomy in 10th grade. I don't need to know this. I never took anatomy. Um, I was trying to not fail chemistry in the 10th grade. I took chemistry junior year and got a C. I got a C, too. Well, I remember one time I took a test, and it was like, I think my grade was like, a 37? Wow. Out of 100, guys. 9 out of 50. Out of 100. And I went... I went to... I was so convinced that she'd entered my grade wrong and that I'd gotten a 73. So I went to... I went to her. And I was like, Hey, um... I just... Because I had studied really hard. Yeah. Um, And I went to her and I was like, Hey, I just wanted to make sure that, um... You know, my grade for this last test, uh, you know, I don't know, I just studied really hard, and she was like, no, you got a 37. And I was like, oh. Bummer. Okay. Chemistry was the worst. Chemistry is so hard. Because it took math, which I'm already not great at, and science, which yeah. I'm mostly not great at. Yeah, and chemistry was combined super hard. the two. My teacher hated me, and I wasn't, because I wasn't good at her class and I I don't know I don't remember misbehaving in that class but I'm sure it happened (laughs) and so I was not I don't know I had my good days anyway one time she like hated me and then one day I showed up for tutoring and she was like I'm not helping you oh my gosh me tutoring because she didn't like me and she was like you don't even take notes in class and she was like, all you do is stare at the board. And I was like, that's where you're writing the information. Duh, <laughs> staring at the board. I didn't say duh, but I was like, yeah, I'm looking at the board because that's where you're writing. And she was like, get out of my classroom. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, uh, okay. And I told my theater teacher that, like, babied me and gave me whatever I wanted. And then he, like, 
filed a report against her and then she was re oh and i told my parents oh dude she got her ass whooped well she shouldn't have that's a horrible way to treat a student right i was so pissed i passed her class though good for her because i would have had to take it again that's like she's like all you do is stare at the board it's like all you do is listen to me that's all you do yeah, Good and Lord. it was really early in the morning, and I was, like, falling asleep sometimes, but most of the time I was paying attention. That's so upsetting. Welcome my, to chemistry speak, everybody. My chemistry teacher was not like that, but she was not nice. Yeah. One time, I cracked a great joke. I made everyone laugh, and I got in so much trouble, because she was like, we were talking about, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Do you remember about. what the joke was? Yes, of course oh I God. do. It was one of the highlights of my high school career. Um, because she was like, can anybody, um, we were talking about, I don't even know what this is now. I just remember she asked. She was like, can anyone give me an example of a radioactive relationship? And I was like, Peter Parker and Mary Jane. And everyone, and everyone loved it. And she hated it. And she was like... No. Why would you say that? I was like, I. She's like, do you actually know the answer? And I was like, no, no. <laughs> of course, I don't know. The Why answer. would I remember that if, time I got a thirty-seven on your test, lady? <laughs> Duh, I don't know the answer. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm here to make. I'm here to make superhero references, and that's it. I am that's not my here job. to make friends. Yep. Anyway, yeah, so Miss McDougal, I saw her eating alone at CeCe's once. It was really sad. Oh, that's, that's a sad <laughs> picture. At an all-you-can-eat buffet by yourself. The, that's devastating yeah. for Mrs. McDougal. All right, you ready to rate the episode? I'm going to give this episode a, an eight. I'm going to give it a seven. Yeah? Yeah. I like the sillier episodes. Mm-hmm. I like, you know what, I don't like the sillier episodes. I like the episodes with Spike in them. <laughs> Good girl. Dude, I, met, I met a girl yesterday, and she was like, she was like, hey, is your Buffy podcast public? And I was like, <laughs> I met her yesterday. Wow. And I think a, a friend of mine told her about it, and she was like, I was like, uh, yeah. And she was like, I want you guys to do an episode on why Spike and Buffy... And then she started saying something, and then I was like, stop, 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 we're not there yet, stop, stop, I'm only on season two, stop, please stop. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, okay, wait, what's it called? And then I gave her the name of it. So, hey, Venetia, if you're listening to this. Hello, Venetia. The, I'm sure she is. Um, what's that Shakespeare play? Othello. Hamlet. <laughs> yep. We talked, anyway, I won't, I won't get into that on the podcast. Right. Two, two men from Verona is what I'm thinking of, not Venetia. <laughs> Um, not the same thing. Nope, not at all. I saw two men from Verona when I was in seventh grade, and I didn't get it at all. I've never even heard of that play. It's one of his lesser known. Yeah, I'll say. Um, uh, yeah, so the moral to take away from this episode is people are the scariest big bads. Yeah, I'll say. Wow, that's the second time I said I'll say in like a minute. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say. You will say. I will say. Good night, everybody. Yes. Have Thanks a for wonderful to our podcast. Have a wonderful Sunday. Hopefully, if I can get oh, everything yeah. together. I was like, dude, it's Wednesday. Wow! Don't break the fourth it wall. Is oh, sorry. Never mind, everybody. It's we Sunday. We record this right before it gets published. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, guys.